Welcome to Knit British, the podcast that explores all the connections of Britishness in wool, fibre and knitting. On this journey, meeting all of the people involved, from sheep to skein, I am your host, Louise Scully. Knit British and love local wool. This month, Knit British is delighted to be sponsored by The Knitting Goddess. The Knitting Goddess, aka Joy Macmillan, is an independent dyer of British knitting yarns based in Harrogate, producing hand-dyed yarns from British wool bases. In addition to incredible hand-dyed yarns such as the legendary Britsock, in the Knitting Goddess online shop you can also find screen-printed bags and notebooks and hand-crafted stitch markers. To visit The Knitting Goddess, click on the logo in the show notes or visit www.thenittinggoddess.co.uk Hello and welcome into the Knit British podcast. That uh, intro music was a little bit different than usual. That was... (laughs) The dance of the sugar plum ruffles. <laughs> Those sheep were recorded by Felix Ford, uh, aka Knit Sonic. And last year she kindly let me mix some of her sheep sounds with a Christmassy tune, <laughs> which is uh, Kevin MacLeod, who is on Free Music Archive and who provides the usual music. <laughs> Makes it sound like I get him to come over every episode to play it, but I get my, I use his song Carefree uh, as my opening credit song. And I saw that he did the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy, and I thought that would sound good with sheep. And so this time last year, I used it in an episode, and I really did just plonk the sheep into the music, and I think it worked really well. So uh, thank you to Felix and to Kevin uh, for, uh, let, uh, well, Kevin will be totally unaware uh, uh, that I still have music. (laughs) But there we go. Festive, festive, festive. Thank you very much for joining me. I thought I would try and squeeze in another episode before the end of the year. I first want to say thank you very much to everyone who has gotten in touch with me since episode 71 and 72, which was all about really knowing your value as a knitter and knowing the worth of knitworthy. Lots of outrage about Mother London and their ridiculous advertising campaign and uh, lots of lovely chat on being knitworthy and particularly nice knitters talking about when other knitters have knitted for them and they felt knitworthy. Um, Some talking on social media and 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 the Knit British group Unravelry and that's really lovely and I know what that's like to be a knitter and have someone knit for you. That's that's an incredible feeling. Uh, I I can't remember if I told you on the podcast. I know I spoke about it on social media, but Victoria Bennett, who is a listener uh, and lives uh, locally, had knitted me Isolde's Stack Hoy shawl 
in Old Maiden Aunt Coradale in the pumpkin spice colourway, I think it is. And she had just cast it on and thought this is going to be for somebody. And as it emerged, as it emerged in her knitting, it was for me. And that's incredible to um, that somebody wants to spend such a lot of time knitting and probably tinking and knitting again and then blocking. And this shawl has a Pico cast off, you guys. So that's really special. And I got to meet uh, Victoria very recently at the Wool Tribe Christmas party. And I got to meet her for the first time and I had my shawl and we took a selfie and it was lovely. It was just, it was just really nice. And, uh, you, you know, that's something that I wear a lot and get a lot of compliments on. And every time I wear it, I feel it's a really special garment and um, it's, it's, it's really touching. So, yes, being a knitter and having someone knit for you, that's, that's up there, isn't it? Isn't it? With really knowing the worth of, of Knitworthy. I have some news. I'm hoping this, this is probably not going to be a very long episode, but um, let's see what we can pack in. Um, I have some news. Thank you very much for your excitement about the Blacker Yarns podcast. Blacker podcast. If you listened to the last episode, I made the early announcement that we're going to have a podcast um, at the podcast lounge at Edinburgh Yarn Festival on the 10th and 11th of March next year. And... The cal is you can knit or crochet any design you like, but it must be in blacker yarns. I've since discussed this with Sonia because um, there were a couple of people who asked. You can use other yarns in addition to blacker yarns, but if you're entering and uh, you want to get the prize of a discount at Edinburgh Yarn Festival on the blacker yarn stall, your finished object must be 100% blacker yarns. Nice, lots of you are excited. People are talking about the tin, Cornish tin that they've got in in stash from, from last year, actually, and, and what you could do with your Tamar and what you can do with some of the single balls that you've been buying because it seems like someone with a podcast about British wool has been enabling people to go out there and buy uh, <laughs> balls of black yarn, different kinds. Um it's, it's true, it's the best way to, to discover something about British wool. It's just to go and buy, spend six pounds on a ball of it. A few of you have done that quite a few times and you've got a little selection there. So really fascinating hearing you talk on social media and in the Nip British Travel group about what you might want to make. Um, one of the lovely things about this knit along is that it's really, really open. As I say, any design must be in blacker yarns. And if you want to come to Edinburgh Yarn Festival uh, and you can't, but you want to take part in the Cal and you want to feel part of the, the, the Cal community and have something to wear when everyone else is at Edinburgh Yarn Festival, you can still take part and there will be a special prize draw for you guys. And um, there will be, the, uh, for those of you who can come to Edinburgh Yarn Festival, there will be the prize of a 15% discount on the Blacker Yarn stall if you rock up with your 100% Blacker Yarns finished object. Um, so that's really awesome. But that's it. Those are the, those are the you know, the basics of it. Um, so it's quite an open cal. And um, what we'd really like any group, any podcast, any designer, um, you know, your local knitting group could do it, uh, to field a team. Field a Blacker Podcal team. So you guys can either knit the same design. Uh, this is brilliant if you're, if you're a designer and you want your Ravelry group to, 
try out one of your new designs or your latest designs in blacker yarns um, or you can all knit different things um, but it's all about the kind of community spirit isn't it and how lovely will it be because we know Edinburgh Yarn Festival is fantastic for meetups for you in your individual groups and um, knit-alongs and um, sorry the podcast just jumped up onto the tv and is attacking the birds that are on the tv at the moment so if you hear some noises that's what that is um sorry <laughs> i was gonna say how awesome will it be if you are coming to ember yarn festival and you want to meet members of your online knitting group your online knitting community your favorite podcast uh, it's lo- it's a lovely idea to all kind of knit together and we already have one team we've got team knit run dig if you know sam jones um she has the knit run dig podcast on youtube uh, she's fielding a team and she's going to have more information. She's actually got more information on her most recent uh, podcast about it over on YouTube. Um, so if you're a viewer of that podcast, you might want to join in. It's it's there's, It doesn't involve anything, joining a team or fielding a team even. It's just another way to make this feel really cohesive and community spirited. And as well as using the hashtag BlackerPodcast, you can use hashtag team dig or team whatever as I say it could be your your online or physical knitting group that all get together and do this or um, your favorite podcaster might want to feel the team or you members of of uh, various groups on Ravelry might want to to do the same so we totally encourage that um, and it would be lovely to see what everyone has chosen to knit and what everyone is wearing at the podcast lounge in March. It's also fantastic for members of those groups who can't come to Edinburgh Yarn Festival but want to feel part of it. We want you guys to feel as much of part of Edinburgh Yarn Festival as as those of us who are going. Now that's not always going to be possible but something like a cal and, and having that kind of community spirit does spread to online places as well as physical places. As we here at Knit British know, we've, we've done quite a few cals haven't we? There will be more news on the Blacker podcast ahead of the cast on, which is the 19th of January. So stay tuned for that. But get talking on social media about the yarns that you want to use and the kind of designs that you think you might go for. I am going to definitely knit the Sanus Hap by Gudrun Johnson that was gifted to me by Varya. Still don't know if I'm saying that right. And um, I ordered another skein of Tamar in the Ottery. Uh, color which is the sort of light natural grey I already had one um, so I thought I'd order another one it doesn't matter if they're not quite the same color because I can do the center in one color and the edging in another color die lot die lot oh my my Christmas bunting has fallen down oh it's all kicking off right here <laughs> the small gestures pattern swap is back in the British group for the third year running This is where we gift a pattern to someone in the Ravelry thread. Um, I ask you to sign up by the 20th of December, which I think is Tuesday, and I'll I'll partner you up on the 21st, which is uh, uh, Wednesday coming. Wednesday. Oh my God, Christmas is coming. Knit faster. Um, (laughs) uh, And then you must gift your partner a, a, a pattern from their wish list, by Christmas Eve, this is just a lovely way to outstretch the hand of kindness at the festive season that we know is not festive for a lot of people and also 
it's a really busy time. Not a lot of us get to enjoy it to the maximum. And let's face it, there's usually always something under the tree that wasn't very well chosen for us. So this is a brilliant way. Like chocolate orange. If anyone sends me a chocolate orange, you are you are on the naughty list forever. That's just the way it is. <laughs> so the small gestures swap is just a lovely way to send a send part send a send a little um, pattern over the ether. Takes a couple of quid, you know, a couple of um, minutes of your time, and it's it's a lovely thing to do. Apparently, the wishlist facility has changed slightly. It used to be in your queue, and it still is for me, and I see that it still is for a lot of other people. Um, But also, there's a new facility where you can add designs, patterns that you wish for to a bundle in your Ravelry favourites. So... There is a link in my first post in the small gesture swap thread on the, in the Ravelry group. And then a little bit further down, Nellie Ann Jane has posted in comment 11, has posted um, a little bit about the new way of, of doing it. So you might find that you go to your swap partner's queue. Sorry, the cat is eating loudly now. I'm so sorry. Oh, the fun and games around this place. Um, you may find that you go to your partner's swap queue, you go to their wish list and there's nothing there. And if that happens, then you go to their favourites and you find their wish list bundle there and you do exactly the same thing. You buy a pattern from there and send it to them. It, as I say, it doesn't take long. It takes a few quid and it's something that will immediately brighten another person's day and add to their knitting list for 2017. Talking about that, I wondered uh, this week on social media what was at the top of people's knit lists for 2017. I don't know if there's anything pressing on my knit list or the yarn list or the skills and techniques list for me yet, I suppose I've not had much time to think about it. Um, but it's always fantastic to try and learn something new. So here's what some of the people had to say about um, what they want to knit or achieve with their knitting and craft in 2017. Uh, on Twitter, Vonnie McDee says, A tin can knits caribou cardi in blue-grey. Just need to find the right yarn. Suzanne, who's Susie Cotton, says, Just some selfish knitting. Yeah, that's good. We could all be doing some of that, couldn't we? Uh, Woolen Words, that's Amelia. She said, a couple of everyday cardigans that will fit just right and go with everything. Oh, that's the dream, isn't it, guys? Uh, Madame de Beauvoir, who is the most awesome Ray, she says, 2017 will be my year of fair isle. Time to conquer the perfectionist fears of shit knitting tension and not managing floats. We're we're all there. We've all been there. If we've not been there, we're there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's that's something that I feel like will be one of those skills that personally I will ever be ever trying to get better at and perfect but it's a it's good fun learning it definitely is good fun I would quite like I think to make a fair isle vest but I don't know if that's going to be a 2017 thing uh, or not um, I also asked the same over on Instagram. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm on both Twitter and Instagram, and my handle is at knit underscore British. 
Some people say, why do you have an underscore when your website is knit British with no space? And knit British um, doesn't have a space generally, but someone else has knit British no space. So I am at knit underscore British um, over on Twitter and Instagram. And over on Instagram, there were a lot of suggestions about what people wanted um to achieve uh in 2017 wild about knitting says oh i definitely want to make a cardigan i only restarted knitting in 2016 and have mainly done hats and scarves but would love the idea to run a knitting club one evening with coffee and chat it's a good idea too knitting coffee chat i think she said that because the picture i put up was of of uh, coffee and knitting nearly there that's heather she says i'm only thinking of knitting for EYF. Stretch goes three garments, one for every day, but I'd be happy with one. I knit one garment in all of 2016. Shona Mason, she says, oh, so much. I'd like to knit next year. First projects will be a couple of haps from the Book of Haps. Want to try socks and explore more natural shades. Yay for the natural shades. Uh, a luxury jumper or two. Use up a good load of stash. Learn double knitting. Design more. Oh dear. Yes. Well, there's nothing wrong with filling up 2017 with lots of knitting and craft. Knitting Kittens is interested in sweater knitting, maybe something by Lush. I can totally um, big up the, any, any pattern by uh, Tinka Knits, particularly Lush. Mrs M, Curiosity Cabinet, that's Megan the Third, if you know her on, on Ravelry. Knitting with my naturally dyed yarn, knitting with my hand spun, and more knitterly meetups. Yes, let's have more knitterly meetups. Wouldn't that be great? I am thinking of what I can do in 2017 with Knit British in terms of getting out and about more. So if you have any thoughts on that, you can also drop me a line at louise at knitbritish.net. But it's good. It's nice to have some sort of plan. And I, as I say, I have this these vague ideas that I'd like to always want to learn more. Would you know eventually, not necessarily twenty seventeen, like to do a fair vest. But I love that lots of you have thought about it and are sort of planning your twenty seventeen in terms of knitwear. That's a, <laughs> and what you can learn. That's that's brilliant. That's really special. On the topic of knitting goals for twenty seventeen, maybe. One of your goals is to go to a knitting retreat. And I bring this up because Judith Goodfellow of Fine Fettle Fibres in Northumberland. Cat now on the scratching post. This is ridiculous. I I, I can only apologise, listeners. Um, Judith Goodfellow from Fine Fettle Fibres in Northumberland got in touch to tell me about a retreat that she is running. And I'm going to read you the press release. A Northumbrian knitting retreat from Thursday the 23rd of February to Sunday the 26th of February 2017 at St Cuthbert's House, an award-winning Northumbrian bed and breakfast in Seahouses, Northumberland. Come and enjoy a three-night relaxing retreat based here in St Cuthbert's House, nestled on the inspiring and beautiful North Northumberland coast in the company of tutor Judith Goodfellow of Fine Fettle Fibres. Using local yarn from Whistle Bear and locally inspired pattern St Oswald Whistle from Northumberland designer Stella Arkroyd, we will enjoy the stitches and techniques needed to create an exquisite lace scarf. The project of this retreat is suitable for knitters already comfortable with casting on and off knit and purl stitches, basic increasing and decreasing. It is not suitable for complete beginners. From the Thursday to the Sunday, you can expect... Fine food, a lovely location, lots of lovely knitters and 
just the opportunity to to learn something new and and give you know special time to those skills that you you do and and the craft that you, you do i think a retreat like this would be a lovely place to do that if you want more information if you want more information please email judith uh, the email address is fine fetal fibers that's f i b r e s uh, at gmail.com thanks for thanks for telling us about that judith and i'm very glad to pass that information on i'm sure it will be a cracking weekend that is about it for today and actually that's your lot for 2016 i will be back early in 2017 uh, with a little um, look back at the year and hopefully Jeremy will not be attacking the TV whilst we do that <laughs> thank you so 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 very much for listening over the past year and you know it's so lovely to have people come back time and time again and it's so lovely to discover that people are hearing the podcast for the first time and joining the rivalry group and really really enjoying uh, Knit British and that's lovely That that that's that's fantastic. Um, I've loved all of our interactions, our meetups, our cals, uh, everything that we've gotten up to as a community over the last year. And thank you so much for your input into the things that I've done as Knit British, like um, the Shetland Haps talk at Will Week that you were all a huge part of. And I hope that we have more of this next year and we continue to do things like this. 2016 has been a bad year for many, but I'm not going to be ringing out the year saying good riddance because it's easy to focus on the negative and forget that positive things happened. And personally, fucking awesome things happened to me this year. I'm not going to let 2016 take the shine off that. People die, sadly. The world moves to the beat of... The wrong drums, sadly, sometimes. And God forbid we might look back over our history in years to come and 2016 might not look that bad. Who knows? Let's hope not. But don't be quick to focus on the negative. Don't be quick to wave 2016 off. Harness all the love and positivity and all the fantastic things that have happened to you in 2016 and push forward with that into 2017. Until then, take very, very good care. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Knit British Podcast. To find out more, visit www.knitbritish.net. You can email me louise at knitbritish.net. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as at knit underscore British. And I'm on Ravelry as Lyra. You're a big singing star now, remember? This California dude is just a little heavier than usual tonight. Really? From where I stand, the sun is shining all over the place. Don't you